I'm here with Michelle, the collective from New York. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for having us. Just to give the listeners a quick rundown, could you go sort of one by one through you all and just say who you are and what instrumental part you play in the collective? So we just get a, a vibe of who's doing what in the in the music. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm I'm Julian, and I play the laptop. He's a producer. Um, I'm Layla, and I'm a singer and a songwriter. My name is Emma. I'm also a vocalist and a songwriter. I'm Sophia D'Angelo. I'm a vocalist and songwriter, and Michelle. Hi, I'm Jamie. I'm also a vocalist and songwriter, and our one member that we're missing is Charlie, and he plays everything. Piano, bass, keys, oh, that's the same thing, guitar, (laughs) drums. Voice. That's perfect. Um, Look, so am I right in saying you're all 21 years old? Almost. I'm 22. 22. All right. Cool. So, I mean, you guys have achieved a, a fair amount of in your time in the music industry thus far. I mean, you had an album come out in 2018 and a couple of singles out already. Obviously, you have a strong creative synergy. I hope I'm not assuming anything there with saying that. But, I mean, how do you feel you've grown as a collective over the past two years? A lot. I think, I think we still do the same thing. I, I think like, you know, we, we started off just kind of making songs together and we're still, we're still doing that. There's just a lot more Zoom calls in business. We also take longer. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I did read somewhere and I was going to confirm later, but I might as well ask now. But so the album in 2018, Heat Wave, I read somewhere that you guys put that together in two weeks. Is that, am I right in saying that? It's true. It's also not true though. Like, like <laughs> the, the initial production stage took two weeks, but then it was right. about like three or four months of, of like. It's never really two weeks. It's always just a nice way of saying you guys are quick and then. Yeah. The rest is sorted out after. So, I mean, you say that you take longer now. Does something like that have to do with being yeah. in a pandemic or does it just have to do with the way life's gone and the collective sort of taking off in a way? I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Um, obviously, the pandemic helps nobody in this sense. Mm. But um, as we've started working together more and more post heat wave. We've been putting a lot more TLC into the songwriting process, really taking our time to come up with melodies that we love and melodies that we think people will love and making sure some songs, like if they tell a story that the story is very clear and with lyrics generally that they're lyrics that people are happy with. So that can be like very time consuming um, mm-hmm. of a process, but feels good. Feels good. Is is that to say then that a single like Unbound? So I've listened to it over and over. There's a clear story that's being told in the fact that there's one person really interested. There's one person who's not so interested. Oh, okay. I was going to ask if that was someone's influence, but I mean, but I mean, is it a case of finding a way to tell a story more now, now in your music than when you initially started, like you're trying to make more, not to say that your initial music wasn't meaningful in a way, but are you really trying to convey your personal experiences now, as opposed to making 
music that you might just put together in two weeks per se? I feel like we kind of have always, I think the roots of Michelle are kind of that, you know, it's a collective in the sense that we're all coming forth with our own experiences. So I would say Heatwave was kind of indicative of that in the sense that every song is kind of, you know, a narrative from a different point of view or something. So um, I think now that we spend a lot more time like songwriting and we actually have kind of chunks of, of days or weeks or however long that we're working on making new music that we have the resources to actually get into, you know, crafting a story or, or kind of trying to convey something really powerfully. But um, I think it's hopefully, if anything, it's gotten stronger now that we, we kind of designate that time and it's not just, Hey, you know, we're hanging out, we're making music and turns out that it was really good. You know, like, can I jump off that? I remember we made, we made heat wave in the summer of 2018 and then we were going to release it in the fall. And then right after it came out, it was like, okay, well, winter 2019, we're going to make another album and spring 2019, we're going to put it out. And, and then, you know, the music business doesn't like that kind of behavior, you know, they really really don't like that kind of behavior. And so still we've yet to put out an album that we wrote 10 songs of literally six months after we did heat wave, you know? So I, I, we are taking it a lot longer, but I don't think it's because our creative process has slowed down. I think it's just that the music business likes to be very strategic. Mm. Mm. I mean, you've got a lot of influences I've seen after reading about you guys. Some of the names we've seen are No Name and My Chemical Romance as well, Sly and the Family Stone. So there's a lot of different artists that you take your influence from. But, I mean, is there any one member in particular in the group who has that more of a a hip-hop sound or um, the funky disco sound that you might find from certain artists that influence you, like who's bringing what to the table or is it all sort of, I mean, you are a collective, but is it the same thoughts that you all have in terms of what you'd like to achieve with your music? Everyone definitely brings something very different to the table, which is why Michelle's like Michelle, you know? Um, uh, um, I don't know. Does someone else want to? I think uh, like Julian and Charlie are kind of, like genre chameleons is how we've described them. And the four vocalists slash singer songwriters, we have different styles that we like to write in. And so they'll cater to that. And so like, I personally like to write poppier songs, but like recently we wrote an angstier sort of rock song and Layla is super jazzy, but also can do that angst. And I mean, y'all can describe yourselves. Tag yourself. I mean, is, is being versatile important to you or is it just something that's sort of come with the whole process that you've realized is just going to benefit you later on or now as well? I don't think I'm versatile. I think that my specific that can be applied to many different things. What is that called, Julian? No, (laughs) no, 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 no. I think if I'm writing melodies on something, usually my melodic style is pretty, pretty dead on. You know, it sounds like a certain thing in the same way that if y'all are going to write a melody, it's probably going to sound like a certain thing, you know? 
Yeah. I don't know. I think we're all genre chameleons, if I'm being honest. I, I don't think that should just be limited to me and Charlie, because I think what what most people consider different genres of music are just different like signifiers in the production, you know, and production doesn't really matter. So, like, I think we all can write just really good melodies that can work over any style of track. So you've gone from what I would consider to be a sort of me and uh, producer Liam were discussing it and I was calling it chill. He was saying it's a bit more bedroom. Heatwave is a bit more bedroom. You've moved on to Sunrise and Unbound, which are a lot groovier, a lot funkier, um, very easy to find yourself moving along with it. Um, is that a, just something that's come as you've got music that you want to make as you progress or is it sort of stringent in the point that you've got in your minds that you would like to release certain types of music as this journey goes along? I think time yields change, you know, like <laughs> money helps too. Money. <laughs> well, we can't say a price though. We can't say, we yeah, can't say no, any dollar figure. <laughs> no one's saying any figures here. <laughs> but I think we're also just older and more mature because we were all 18 yeah. or 19 when Heatwave was written. So we just have more life experiences. I mean, does, does Sunrise and Unbound come from experience? I mean, Unbound in itself is obviously it's got that story. Does a track like that, is that even possible for you guys in 2018 being so young, potentially not have experienced? I was experiencing a lot of unrequited love at 18. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah, we're, we're, I think we've experienced that. I think the filter through which it's presented with a song like Sunrise was not fully developed yet in our 18-year-old brains, mm-hmm. perchance. That, that's a theory I have. But the other thing is, too, is when we Aren't went we into... we still 18 when we did Sunrise, though? Yeah, I was going to say, we did that. Well, I wasn't the there. I don't was know. So <laughs> yeah, we, we only did Sunrise, like, the whole thing, like, three or four months after Heat Wave. Like, we, and it's just taken a while to come out. Like. Okay, so don't listen to my theory. But <laughs> the theory that is provable is that whenever we showed up to write for Heat Wave, the theme was New York City Summer. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think of that, even though unrequited love is definitely a huge part of my New York City summer. It wasn't coming up during that session. I was thinking about like, kissing by the fountain in the moonlight, you know. I, can I say yes and so? Can yeah. I say yes oh and? <laughs> I just I'm sorry, I'm talking so much in no, this interview. That's <laughs> no, good. I think stuck on you is kind of an unrequited love kind of song. You know what I mean? Like well, it's a love song for New York because I was 18 and I'd never felt love before. So how do you write a love song if you've never felt love? But I love New York. I mean, so, so you're all natives of New York. Am I right in saying that? Yes. Do you find that New York, the city in itself, influences your music now? Or is it just Heatwave that sort of had that specific effect? No, I think the city definitely infiltrates our sound no matter what, even no matter like what the city's like energy wise, it's always going to seep in. I remember, I don't know if I, I don't know if I heard this through like an interview or through school, but like geographically, like you can hear like where people are from because like people who are from like Detroit, like with the car factories, like you can hear like much more clangy and like much more jarring music. Cause like who is, who's from Detroit? Like Jay Dilla's from Detroit and the white stripes are from Detroit. Like you both get like that kind of industrial sound from different ways. And like, if you go to California, there's a lot of like, you know, the acoustic guitar of like going to California, you know, like from the seventies that harkens back up in a lot of like 
California sound and even like there's the Cali punk scene with like the garden, like that's pretty prominent as well. And like Fiddler, like, you know, and in New York city, you have like the strokes and vampire weekend are like very classic New York bands. But, um, there's a lot of also New York artists that are like our friends that like really inspire us. And like when we were growing up in New York, we would play shows. Like that's how I met Julian. Cause I was in a band and he was in a band and we'd play shows together. And like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guitar music that was really happening when we were in high school in New York. And it was very much like, there was some shoegazy stuff. There was some traditional three piece punk stuff that was happening and that all influenced and fed us. And so that's all derivative from the city. And so we can hear the city. I keep saying, and so, and so you can hear the city in our sounds. Uh, I mean, so we obviously have to wrap up soon, but if I, if I had to ask one last question before we, before we wrap it all up is, do you feel that the pandemic has actually made you guys stronger or has it just left you undefected because you've been so strong as a collective already? <laughs> I honestly think pandemic or not, we would be spending a lot more time together this year, whether it be through zoom calls or like actually in person, but it probably would have been actually in person if this didn't happen. And so I don't know. I feel like we would have gotten closer no matter what, because we also like had no choice. We like, you know, agreed to stuff. I think strong is kind of like a relative idea too, because mm -hmm. New York and the entire world has been hit in a crazy way. That's just, you know, the recklessness of higher powers, you know, has kind of egged on. So I think it's a different, it's like a different reality to be living in when you're somewhere and you're kind of seeing it firsthand. And we've definitely focused a lot of our energy on trying to aid that and, and, you know, contribute what we can to, to bettering it. But, um, I feel like it's made me feel a bit more in touch with my community just cause it's nice to feel like, Oh, something that I'm doing in a creative kind of facet is able to <laughs> able to help, you know, my community and where I'm from. So I think that's a good feeling and it's definitely empowered me and I'm sure all of us cause we've, we care a lot about where we're from, but just also people cause you gotta, it's no option not to. For sure. Uh, look, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to talk to us. And uh, I've really enjoyed it and asked you some tough questions that I uh, didn't really know what answer I would get, but you guys have answered them really, really, really well. So I appreciate it. And uh, thanks so much for joining us here on New and Approved Community Radio Station. So any chance we get to speak to someone who I'm sure is going to be big in the future is always exciting because when you guys are – really big i'll be able to say i spoke to you one day so that's kind of exciting <laughs> thank you thank yeah. you guys when we come to australia you can be like oh, yeah. and yeah. we'll be like, for sure yes. no 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 when you're the next zane low we're gonna be like oh my god we didn't introduce you when you were like like at that level you know yeah. like, and like and then we can just help each other out as the as the development goes yeah yeah that's it all right perfect thanks so much guys really appreciate it